I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Diversion Audio. A note. This episode contains descriptions of violence that may be disturbing for some audiences. Please take care in listening. This series is based on historical characters and real events. Some dialogue has been imagined for dramatic purposes when no primary source material is available. Virginia Hall had been expecting company. A few weeks earlier, Dr. Jean Rousset one of the resistance leaders in France, had informed her of a new courier that could be of use to Heckler, Virginia's faction of the resistance. This particular courier allegedly had microfilm of new German military strategies that would be valuable to the British. Yes? Marie, it's Father Akin. But what Virginia didn't know was that the man on the other side of the door wasn't actually Father Akon. He was Robert Alesh, a Nazi operative who had managed to infiltrate the resistance while posing as a priest. Virginia, currently going by the name Marie, had been told to accept the microfilm in Father Akon's possession and send it back to London. By this point, August 1942, Virginia was an experienced spy and superbly cautious. She'd had dangerous run-ins with the Gestapo before, and it had spooked her enough to jumpstart a new identity. That meant a new name and a new home. She had to establish herself all over again, but it was better than being caught. Before opening the door, she first had to test the visitor 
with a predetermined code. Have you treated the cats on the roof? Yes, but they won't take brandy. With that, Virginia unknowingly allowed Robert Alesh into her home, a man whose mission was to identify her and then hunt her down. Come in, Father. I'm Stephen Talty, and from Diversion, this is Good Assassins Season 2. Being killed would be the easy part. Being tortured would be the hard part. Our intel suggests she is behind many of the prison bricks all over the country. She is dangerous. So sabotage, plus a little espionage, paramilitary operations make things blow up. A message for Captain Barbie. I believe I have found the nest of the limping lady. Episode 6, Spy vs. Spy. Ah, thank you. My, a lovely home. Have you lived here long? A few years. Ah, a wonderful place to raise children, I think. Hmm? I suppose... Do you have any? Right away, Virginia suspected something was off about the priest. He'd made himself comfortable way too quickly. He was supposed to be a spy, carrying a valuable asset. An asset that, if discovered by the Nazis, would mean his immediate deportation to one of the kill camps. Virginia was used to less candor from the people she worked with. They were usually more nervous and would get right to the point. Some of them experienced bouts of full-on paranoia, like the pilot she saved in her first mission. This Father Akam wasn't fitting the bill. But Virginia knew she couldn't just act off her gut. She'd have to keep entertaining, catch him slipping up. No, no children. Would you like to take a seat? Oh, yes, thank you. And tea? Oh, yes, please. It was then that Virginia noticed Father Akan's hands. They were delicate, smooth and fine, as though he'd never done a day of hard labor in his life. This relaxed her. Most of the Gestapo had some sort of previous, low-level military background. Their hands would have been coarser, some hint that they'd worked with their hands. Father Akan had the hands of a priest, so maybe that part of his story checked out. She noticed that Akan was staring at her intently. Alesh had been given a description of the limping lady that he repeated in his head, trying to line up the details with the woman he saw in front of him. Mid-thirties, dark hair, long slender nose, arched eyebrows, and thin lips. The woman calling herself Marie was fitting most of the description, but she didn't seem to have the most obvious tell. As far as he could see, she wasn't limping. You have the microfilm? (laughs) So it's right to business then? Well, I was under the impression we were fighting a war. And maybe time was of the essence. Mm -hmm. Well, then... Here, new German strategies for our men in London. Thank you. It uh, might be best to keep you moving... Do you need any supplies for the trip back? 
<laughs> You're having me off. Just like that, huh? I keep first encounters brief. When you've earned my trust, then we'll throw a party. When I've earned your trust, my dear woman, I've just risked my life to bring you plots from behind enemy lines. I thought London would have taught you some semblance of bedside manner, huh? Those lessons must not have stuck. Virginia's attitude was giving Alesh pause. He had always assumed that the limping lady would have some manner of calm professionalism. She'd been so successful, leading jailbreaks and rallying men to ambush German troops, that he expected a level of control over every situation. After all, this assignment was a simple handoff. Marie was shifty. He couldn't help but feel as though she was fresh. But he had gotten her to admit that she was indeed an agent with London. And frustratingly, Virginia took a seat at the table early in their conversation, which meant that Alesh couldn't check on her limp. He decided to try and verify the other bit of information given to him by the Nazis. You are also doubling as a reporter, yes? For an American paper. This was a major red flag for Virginia. While she'd been writing for the New York Post early in her spying days, she'd since stopped once America entered the war at the end of 41. She couldn't write those unflattering profiles of Nazi-occupied France without attracting major attention. And since she had stopped, she hadn't told anyone in the resistance about her early reporting. A reporter? What do you mean? I had heard you were a news reporter at one point. For some paper, something about New York? Uh, No, that must have been someone else. Ah, I see. Virginia's caution led to her next move, maybe her smartest. We rotate here at the house. Uh, Perhaps it was someone else who was staying here. (laughs) Do you need money for the trip back? Alesh was frustrated. He wasn't getting anywhere. And it was clear that if he kept pushing back, he'd give up his position too early. He must have been pretty sure that the Marie in front of him was actually the limping lady but he couldn't confirm it. Not until he saw her leg. Uh, Just a few francs will get me to Paris. Not much. Uh, Francs? Again, sirens sounded in Virginia's head. Father Acon had asked for francs instead of the German currency of Reichsmark, the primary currency in Nazi-occupied countries. Spies had to be careful. Being captured with francs could be perceived as French loyalty. In Virginia's experience, everyone legitimate asked for Reichsmark, but she didn't press the error. She instead leaned over and grabbed Reichsmark from her dresser drawer. Here you go. She gave them to Father Acon without correcting him. Alesh didn't seem to notice his slip. He'd hoped he could trick Virginia into getting up and walking, but she kept the money close by and remained seated at the table. Will that be all? Yes. I look forward to working with you in the future. You as well, Father. Don't forget, Marie. I am a priest. If ever you find this job has led you to do things you are not proud of and you need confession, I am available. Virginia considers this offer after the break. 
From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Hi, I'm Natalie Emmanuel. From Ramsey in Fast and Furious to Missandei in Game of Thrones, I've loved playing roles of women whose resourcefulness, intelligence, and inner strength are pushed to the limit. We will continue to do everything possible to avoid an armed conflict. The situation is a, a grave one. In history class, we're all taught the stories of great wartime leaders, but the stories have always been about men. Now, for the first time, we listen to a new podcast that brings you the stories of the fearless, powerful women leaders, War Queens. We are driven by necessity to prepare to defend what was just gained, our freedom and our very being. Join the daughter-father history team of Emily and John Jordan every week as we bring you the stories of extraordinary leaders, war queens, all of them legends. Listen to War Queens on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no one-stop shopping for parsing out the enemy. I think what they teach you is that Your asset's only as good as your last meeting. That's Karen Schaefer. She worked for the CIA for 26 years. 
Over the course of her tenure, she held many positions that took her all over the world, including Iraq and Afghanistan, where she served as an operations officer. Your number one thing is that tingly spider sense, right? When you're going to be meeting or dealing with these folks regularly, if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and paying attention and asking them questions and making sure you're aware of their personal as well as professional situation, you're in a typically sense of something's off. However, when dealing with people like Robert Alesh or Father Akon, Schaefer warned that you have to be careful of your own preconceived biases. We don't want to believe that a Catholic priest could possibly be working with the Gestapo. You know, it's inconceivable, right? And yet it's not. So it's what is referred to as falling in love with your asset. Making sure that you, to the greatest extent you can, maintain that professional distance with the folks that you're working with because you have to constantly be able to question, okay, has something changed? What are their motives? Does it still make sense that they're working with us? Does it not? You know, what? what's weird about this? You have to be asking yourself all those questions pretty regularly. A few days after Father Akan's visit, Virginia was contacted by SOE headquarters in London. She had asked them to run a background check on Akan to make sure he was who he said he was. The SOE said they found everything in order. Akon had a history as a priest in a number of congregations around France. What they didn't know was that the Gestapo had gone to great lengths to protect Alesh's cover as Akon, including falsifying records of his employment. It should be noted with the help of the Catholic Church. Hearing that Father Akon was the real deal relaxed Virginia a little, but it didn't assuage her suspicions entirely. She'd already planned to abandon the townhouse she was staying in, but she decided she wasn't in danger just yet. Dr. Rousset, himself a prominent resistance operative, seemed to approve of Father Akon. That counted for something. Meanwhile, Robert Alesh went to a Nazi barracks and contacted his superior, Klaus Barbie, and informed him that he was unsure if the woman he met was indeed the limping lady. Yes? Captain Barbie, this is Alesh. Have you made contact? Uh, yes, but I wasn't able to land a confirmation. Then what good are you? We have begun a working relationship. Whether she's the limping lady or not, I've infiltrated Hecla. We'll find her and maybe snatch up some other agents in the meantime. Your time is limited, Alesh. If you don't bring us results in the next few weeks... We'll put you on a train. Over the next few days, Alesh set up new meetings with Virginia, though their in-person interaction was sparse. Virginia still had her suspicions and would leave drop points for Alesh where he could leave or pick up items deemed necessary for the resistance. Alesh was growing worried. He needed a new strategy he decided to set up a meeting with Virginia under the pretext that an associate of his had been arrested by the Nazis. It was a likely story. The Gestapo was escalating seemingly random interrogations, and their methods had become even more deranged. 
Because the Gestapo have no legal limits, they focus on getting information as quickly as possible from the people they've arrested. And the way they do that is physical torture. That's Andrew Orr, the professor we've heard from who runs the Institute for Military History at Kansas State University. I mean, usually they just started by beating people with clubs to see if a little blunt force trauma would get people talking. If it didn't, they got more creative. Electrical shock, breaking fingers, pulling out finger and toenails. And you mix this up with denying them access to the outside world, denying them food, or conversely drugging them to try and weaken their resistance. You feed them false information. As the pain gets worse, you promise them that will all stop if they just tell you the thing you want. The names of the people they work with, the authentication codes for their radio, so the Germans can send false messages back to Britain, whatever it is the Gestapo wants. They'll demand it in exchange for making the pain end. And then at the end, they'll mainly execute the people. With these horrible methods and more, the Nazis had managed to capture more resistance operatives. Virginia had been informed by headquarters that on August 15th and 16th, a raid in Paris led to the arrest of several resistance members. She'd initially been worried that Father Akan was one of the captured. Yes? Who is it? Father Akan. But then Akan showed up at her door for their meeting. Come in. Oh, Marie, it's awful. They captured Pierre. Pierre? The damn Gestapo, they got him. I think he had compromising material, contact names, addresses, things he wouldn't even share with me. Slow down, father. We've got to warn them. We've got to warn the contacts on the list. When did this happen? Yesterday. Yesterday, Marie. Yesterday? Virginia hadn't received any news of compromised material from headquarters, especially from an arrest that would have taken place just the day before. I need the contacts. We have to warn them. Or you have to get me out of the country. Send me to headquarters. How would Pierre have been arrested yesterday? Were you not all underground? Underground? Because of the raids. Which raids? With those two words, Alesh had made a clear mistake. Virginia had heard all she needed. She didn't know if the man before her was a Nazi, but she knew he couldn't be trusted with any new information. The raids she mentioned were well communicated in the resistance network. They'd been told to go underground and cease all operations until they could figure out what information the Nazis were able to get out of the new captives. Until Heckler and the larger resistance could assess their losses, they were told not to make any moves. If Father Acomte wasn't aware of this, it meant that he hadn't been spending the time within the resistance that he should have been. Marie, what should we do? Virginia didn't know the extent of the damage, but she knew she had to act quickly. She had to get Akam out of her home and contact headquarters immediately. Go back to Paris and wait for my instructions. <clears throat> That's it? Wait for me to contact you. You can return in September and we'll figure things out from there. September? Go. Now. You can't <sighs> be here. Alesh left Virginia's home satisfied. He had finally gotten what he needed. 
As she had shuttled him out the door, he had gotten a clear view. The agent he knew as Marie had a limp. How this endangered Virginia after the break. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Following that consequential meeting at Virginia's home, Robert Alesh did not, in fact, return to Paris, as Virginia had instructed. Instead, he chose to visit the Puy de Dome area, where he snaked his way into another SOE-funded resistance faction, this one codenamed Green Heart. Virginia sounded the alarm on her suspicions of Father Akon immediately. But by the time the alarm was heard throughout the other resistance networks, the damage was done. Alesh was given access to more code names and assets. And while he didn't learn the limping lady's real name, he was able to decipher her radio code name. He learned that the woman he met in Lyon was, in fact, a top SOE agent. He notified the Gestapo and a very pleased Klaus Barbie. Being burned is devastating. That means your whole network could be compromised. That's Chris Costa, the executive director of the International Spy Museum. So there are many elaborate ways that 
an officer who is running agents is compromised, they can be exfiltrated tactically in a place like France. That would be an elaborate operation. But sometimes agents just couldn't get out in time. If you were held by the Germans, I think the goal was to just survive without giving up the network 48 hours. After that, everybody knew you would be compromised because you would not be able to sustain the bad treatment, the torture, the deprivation. But if you could hold on for 48 hours, once you're in custody, your network could also disappear because they would be next. Virginia had mounting pressure on all sides. She was scheduled to return to London as part of a regular rotation of SOE agents. But she felt that leaving meant abandoning vulnerable people. She changed safe houses again to escape the immediate clutches of Klaus Barbie and the Gestapo and took up residence on the opposite side of town. Then, on November 7, 1942, Virginia received word that the Allies would be invading North Africa in an attempt to fight off the German presence there. American generals believed they couldn't take back France unless they first established a presence in North Africa. The Germans, realizing this, chose to send a new wave of Nazi support to France. France would become the secondary home for German forces, and the country would soon become an even more active war zone. If Virginia chose to stay, she'd be considered in force residence. The American invasion force has made landings at Oran and Algiers on the north coast of French North Africa and somewhere on the west coast. The Axis armies crumbled as they fled, dropping huge pieces all the way to the border, jettisoning arms and men, abandoning whole units, especially Italian units, leaving hundreds of guns and tanks behind them and thousands of trucks and half a dozen valuable headquarters and many, many thousand dead. Virginia made the difficult decision to leave Lyon. She took a train south to the town of Perpignan, which was one of the final stops for individuals hoping to cross into Spain. But while she'd understood her journey would be treacherous, she still underestimated just how difficult it would really be. After arriving in Perpignan, Virginia had to find a guide could manage her escape across the border. For months, she'd helped coordinate getaways for others, mostly exposed agents and Jews. Now she was going to attempt the escape herself. They need to cross the Pyrenees, a dangerous mountainous trek of 30 snow-covered miles. To make things worse, the Gestapo had grown wise to this escape route, meaning that Perpignan was peppered with eagle-eyed Nazis looking for spies. Virginia stood in the small town, gazing in wonder and terror at the enormous mountain range before her. Somehow, she was going to have to make the 30-mile trek with only her one good leg. In that moment, it seemed like a choice between two deaths. The mountains could kill her, or Klaus Barbie could. And she'd never let Barbie take her alive. Coming up on the next episode of Good Assassins. 
people of Marseille are astonished, according to Vichy Radio, at the large number of troops the Germans are pouring into the city. Again, alarm bells sounded in Virginia's head. Well, it's, it's a chain of mountains. It stretches from the Atlantic to the Mediterranean like a kind of belt. And it's a very natural border between France and Spain. She radioed to London saying that she was out of France and in Spain and halfway to where they would catch the train to Madrid. If you have any questions for us about Good Assassins, if you're curious about some aspect of Virginia Hall's story, or have any comments on the podcast, we'd love to hear from you. Please email us at goodassassins at diversionaudio.com. Make sure you spell assassins correctly. Again, that's goodassassins at diversionaudio.com. We'll try to answer your questions on a future episode. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at diversionpods. Good Assassins is a production of Diversion Audio in association with iHeart Podcasts. This season is hosted by Stephen Talty and written by C.D. Carpenter. Produced and directed by Kevin Thompson for Real Jetpacks Productions. Story editing by Jacob Bronstein with editorial direction from Scott Waxman. Additional research and reporting by Sophie McNulty. Theme music by Tyler Cash. Featuring the voices of Michaela Iskerdo, Raphael Korkil, Lena Klingeman, John Pierkis, Andrew Polk, Orla Cassidy, Manuel Falciano, Sean Gormley, Matthew Ament, and Steve Routman. Sound design, mixing, and mastering by Paul Goodrich. Sound editing by Justin Kilpatrick. Executive producers Jacob Bronstein, Mark Francis, and Scott Waxman for Diversion Audio. Version Audio. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com, that's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. 
You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count.